Welcome to the Care to Cooperate podcast, brought to you by the Wales Cooperative Centre. I'm Catherine Evans, and I'm joined today by Adrian Roper from Cartrevy Cymru Cooperative and Donna Coyle from the Care to Cooperate project. Um, now, we've done a few of these podcasts before to talk about discussions that Donna and Adrian, you've both been having, particularly with care commissioners around Wales. So let's find out what you've been up to in the last few weeks. Okay, well, um, I've had the pleasure of attending a, um, a network of commissioners down in Narbeth in South West Wales um, and also attending the uh, inaugural meeting uh, of the newly constituted National Commissioning Group. Um, they met in, in Neath. Um, I've also attended the National Commissioning Board, which sits um, above them, um, I've had a meeting with the chief exec of um, the Care Forum Wales to get a, a sort of a provider perspective on on this work, um, and I've sent out various emails to people who've come piling back with really interesting comments on on our work to date uh, and how we go forward. So, quite a lot of conversations and some interesting things have come out of that. I think. How about you, Donna? Yes, um, Adrian, we mustn't forget our uh, meeting with the commissioners up in North Wales as well, which also happened in the month of January um, and which was well attended and actually brought in some colleagues from procurement as well, uh, along with the third sector. So that was um, a really good conversation because we hit the three three groups that we're aiming to work closely with. Um, in addition to working with Adrian, um, particularly around the event, I have been working quite intensely um, with colleagues in Pembrokeshire looking at the Pembrokeshire pilot, which is um, happily going in the right direction, and it's all about crisps. And I can tell you more about that um, in a meanwhile. <laughs> more about crisps, that sounds very intriguing. So tell me about the um, forums that you've been. You've mentioned a f- couple of forums that involve commissioners. Are, are these new forums or are they existing forums? H- who's attending them and, and what sort of thoughts are coming from those groups? Um, well, the forum that met in uh, in Narbeth um, and in Saint Asaph uh, in Flintshire, they, they, those were put together specifically for um, for Donna and I to uh, to share our our work program and, and thoughts with them. Um, and I think, uh, as with other forums, there's been a, a lot of positivity about it. Um, as I may have mentioned before, you know, we've looked at the Section 16 of the Act in some detail and unpicked what it means and and actually means something slightly more helpful than people uh, people thought um, much more with an orientation towards the outcomes that need to be uh, achieved through social care services rather than any particular organizational model um, obviously the national commissioning uh, board is um, is a, a well established high level group um, with welsh government um, a, a attendance um, always useful for for gaining an insight into into people's thinkings um, I think one of the things i took away from uh, from from that meeting is that commissioners really don't want a 25 page detailed guidance document because they've had enough of those um, so I think Donna and I are going to have to be creative in, in the outputs from the project so that it is something that can fit into their busy schedules and, and be useful for them. Such as listening to a podcast, for Such instance. Such as listening to a podcast, <laughs> which in fact one or two of them said they had and uh, uh, and enjoyed it. Um, and then as I mentioned, the National Commissioning Group, which is... Um, 
uh, it's all it's all Wales. Um, it's um, I don't know how can I put this. It's it's much more about the commissioning sector coming together to network and to and to learn from each other and to surface their own problems. Um, there used to be one years ago, but uh, it, it sort of got wound up. They've they've re-established it, and I think it's a um, it's a it's a vibrant forum, well attended. Um, absolutely hope that it it continues. Um, and Donna and I did our presentation there, and uh, we didn't really have enough time to to do breakout sessions and, and engage um, the members of that group. But they all signed up to come back together in March for a, a whole day with us in in Mid Wales. So I think. It was a very clear indication of the appetite amongst commissioners to revisit Section 16 um, and the whole area of, of how can we co-produce well-being and add value to um, to social care uh, provision. That sounds really positive, actually, because I know my understanding was that at the start of this piece of work, the there was a lot of potential there, but the potential wasn't being realised and you, you were going back and talking to people about why there wasn't very much of this stuff going on and and it sounds as if having had those conversations you've been met with a lot of positive responses and and an appetite actually to to pick this up and do more now donna would you say that you're getting the same vibes as well yeah I, i think you know um there's a serendipity at play really um you know it has been incredibly well received the national commissioning group has been pulled back together um people um, have a real appetite to sort of understand why um, why it's proving a challenge maybe to really invest in those 16, Section 16 arrangements, organisations um, and approaches that as listed on the face of the Social Services and Wellbeing Act. Um, but also what else has come along is the Foundational Economy um, Challenge Fund, which really starts to talk about that greater value for our communities and our local economies and prosperity for all and I think that's really sort of shown a more practical way of this is what we want this is what works it's sort of summed it up more in everyday language and I think that's helped with the driver of people reflecting back on what it means for the social care sector and support services um, and also you know social care is, is a constant fine balancing act um, there's many providers out there that are possibly struggling really to make all the sums meet up to keep the workforce in, engaged and paid well, well as well as they can uh, with the current budgets. And um, I think people are looking for different solutions to an ongoing problem because the previous solutions that have been provided haven't resolved anything. So maybe Section 16, its time has come. And I think the way, as Adrian says, we present the findings of our work and we, uh, we approach it very creatively, um, you know, hopefully that is going to take people with us as well. Um, to actually enact the, the, on, on our findings, enact on our research, and, and that research as well of my colleague, Rian Edwards, who's leading on the procurement side. I think, you know, it, we, we are taking a very creative approach and it's not gonna be 25 pages of reports. It is going to be um, fun templates and guidelines and case studies. And these are the questions I've always wanted to ask and you never got an answer to. So um, all good, all coming together nicely. Excellent. So talking of creativity, Donna, tell me about Chris Packett's in Pembrokeshire. 
Chris Packett's in Pembrokeshire. It's got a wonderful ring to it. Yes, so we, the pilot project is based around people recycling their crisp packets and it's going extremely well. And we're actually working to build relationships and good neighbour schemes and be kind to one another. Um, and how can we go on to support one another in the future all around a dry, clean, empty crisp packet? And the response so far has been phenomenal. That sounds really intriguing. So you're bringing, so people within a community. Yes, are coming together yes all united by this desire Hopefully. to recycle crisp packets and where so where's the link to social care how is this delivering on a social care it's about people being supported to live in their own community through a commission service and that commission service being able to be more flexible in the way it supports those people to actually help them build relationships in their local community with their local neighbours, with other residents on their estates. And they're doing this by taking a proactive approach to recycling crisp packets and offering to undertake a weekly collection where they, um, with people's permission, go and knock on their door and take away their empty crisp packets for that week take them back to their own house where they um, sort them and flatten them and have them all ready for a delivery to a charity that makes money from recycling the crisp packets. And ultimately, the crisp packets may well become a bench that we sit on one day, possibly in the area where the pilot had taken place. And if we can get that full circle, I'll be delighted. This, this is about as far away from a traditional care, social care service as I can imagine. I mean, Adrian, have you... What do you make of this? This is very well, different. I mean, what it um, what it throws up for me, you know, going back to to section sixteen of the Act and the high level um, aspiration for the achievement of well being outcomes, uh, but also a sort of a, a a side aspiration, as it were, for care and preventative services to be adding value. This this seems to me to sum it up because. One of the one of the well-being outcomes that care services should aspire for is that people are not just the recipients of care; they are actually contributors and visible contributors to their to their community. So it it might, on the one hand, sound like it's nothing to do with care at all. Actually, if you're doing care properly, you should be enabling people to be out there and to be valued, uh, uh, visible contributors to their community. And then, of course, it it obviously fulfills the criteria of a care service that's adding social value. Uh, the fact that actually it's maybe principally the people being supported who are who are uh, adding that value is immaterial. They 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 probably need support in in order to to do that. And my guess is that the staff are enthusiastic, crisp gatherers and cleaners as well. Is that correct? <laughs> It's funny, there's one or two people that work on, on the pilot project actually who don't like crisps. So that gives it another uh, dimension as well. But Adrian, to pick up on what you're saying, I guess the crisp packet, the recycling, the exchange, the relationship, the conversation, the communication that happens over that exchange, it's the mechanism, isn't it? It's the mechanism to that whole sort of well-being. Maybe if you can build better relationships, more supportive relationships around you in your community that are safe, that are reciprocal, you know, maybe that is the the future for for care and support, and maybe um, that's where commissioning is going to change for the future. And obviously, our pilot is to help reflect on the commissioning. Um, you know, for the commissioners at Pembrokeshire County Council in the future. You know, how do you commission for people to have good relationships in their local community that are reciprocated and actually maybe builds them into part of that future community? 
and that's where we're going and we are going exactly where we said we would bringing the community together we've got an event that's been very well supported by PAVS which is the local CVC and its community connectors in Pembrokeshire thank you um, to bring the community together through a fun game of community bingo in early March to, to raise other questions that are important to the community and very much our pilot project um, and with the people that are involved in it will be there at the event being part of that community and looking at its future and future commissioning arrangements with that actual community. I mean, this is, I mean, to me, I'm not familiar, I'm not as familiar as you two are with all the amazing things that are going on in social care at the moment, but this particular pilot sounds absolutely extraordinary and it sounds as though it could be, it could create a light bulb moment for a lot of commissioners around Wales who suddenly, because they can see something that's happening it's not just a, a toolkit or a booklet or something they can see something happening for real which is having the desired effect I mean do you do you think that this is going to influence commissioners are there other ways that we can influence commissioners moving forward I think this will influence commissioners apologies influence commissioners I think um, having till the end of March that we always know has been a little challenge um, and there will be you know how we report back to Welsh government will be to say that probably it needs further further um, piloting but actually the response we've had so far and more people have got involved almost on a weekly basis than we did we didn't foresee so that's that's great news yeah we 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 need to take this type of service into the room with the commissioners and the procurers and you know third sector and the citizens and just say hey look does this feel right well how is it then that we start to put this into a potentially a service specification that we commission it might be very light in detail it might be very broad it might be about flexibility that's going to give the uh, procurement lead some head scratching but i feel with the support of our colleague rian edwards that we've got the creative way to take that forward and we know some of the answers um, and adrian you know obviously conversations you're also having with um colleagues at the wlga you know it may well be that we do change things or start to change things that have often seemed very you know written down in black and white bureaucratic to actually put more flexibility and creativity into the the commute uh, the procurement processes um yeah absolutely um i think one of one of the ways in which we can um our local authorities can promote Section 16 type activities, um, well-being outcomes, added social value, early intervention, greater collaboration, will be to, to explore ways in which those can be built into the specifications for, for providers. I think in a way one of the things that we've um, you know, surfaced in this, this programme to date is that it, it, it is not the way forward for commissioners to be saying we want this service delivered by X type of organisation, social enterprise, co-op, third sector, or whatever it is. What we want is to specify these sorts of outcomes, and actually, values-driven organisations ought to stand, be in a good place to achieve those those outcomes. But there is nothing to stop a for-profit organisation doing the same. And I, I'm just thinking of um, the conversation I've I've had recently. Where I was asking somebody to to surface, you know, what 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 does good look like? What uh, if you were looking for a sort of social a section sixteen in practice? And actually, both of the both of the examples uh, were were for profits. Um, one which was um, uh, taking a, um, a 
an outcomes-based approach in collaboration with the local authority, delivering what matters to people rather than regimented uh, time and task type uh, services. But they were also bolting on collaboration with a completely different agency that was in their um, in their patch uh, to organise a community event. Another one was a care home in North Wales, where they have art classes, but they open up to them. Uh, open them up to members of the community they let their meeting room be used by the local care group and stuff so uh, what we what i want i think is is not just for us all to wait for commissioners to build it into respect to do this stuff but but for providers across wales to be saying this is the better way to do our work um, we get better outcomes for the people we support and, and as and as workers we we get more feel good um, satisfaction from our work and we're building communities in which we live anyway so let's get providers behind this agenda but commissioners can help by awarding points yep. you know if you tell us how you uh, achieve well-being um, outcomes and if there's nothing in there about enabling people to be visible contributors to their community then you lose points yep. Yep. you know tell us how you give people voice and control well, you don't have to be a co-op to get the uh, uh, to get the full points on that. But if you are a membership democratic membership organisation, in which the people that you serve are in control as as voting members, then you get points. And and I think there, are, this is one of the outcomes I think of this piece of work is that we we need to be, you know, in, over the next six weeks or so, working with commissioners and procurers on a on a sort of a ch checklist yep, definitely. that can be built into specs. Um, not that we want everybody to just do it for the points, but actually if there are points in it, it raises awareness, it, it gets it on the agenda, and it will stop, you know, uh, some providers, I, I have heard of some providers, you know, when said, when they, they've, been, they've, been, they've been sort of told, hey, look at this provider over here doing all this extra social value stuff, they said, you know, we're not funded enough to do care without doing any extra social value stuff, you know, on your bike, whatever. Well, I think there's an education process for those for those providers um, that is needed. I mean, the, the ironically, time time is not on our side here with this piece of work. We've got about six weeks before this particular project um, comes to an end. And so, ironically, you're, it sounds as if things are really sort of ratcheting up at the same time as you are winding down so where where do you hope to get to within the next six weeks well there's certainly the uh, uh, a meeting scheduled with our colleagues at adss who are um beginning to finalize their drafts of um a couple of couple of reports that are um that we will be you know feeding into one of those is a literature review around section 16 and picking up issues around co-production and I'm hoping that will have some good case study material that is that we can contribute to. Um, we there's also and there's reporting from ADSS looking at the two pilots, and um, we can touch on Flintshire maybe next time we in our fourth and final podcast um, and the Pembrokeshire pilot um, from a from a more strategic adult social services director point of view, and that's um, about the future of commissioning um which again you know we are feeding into and they're sort of wrapping around the, the work that we're doing where we're actually drawing the evidence base from that more 
action on the ground. So I think that that meeting and 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 the bringing of the two projects together to to a conclusion at this time um, is going to be something key. For me, it's going to be as well the 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 the, the public meeting, the community meeting in March, and you know, and working with the commissioners at Pembrokeshire County Council to to reflect on that and to understand the changes that we have been made in the short time around the support that people have been given to build those relationships in the community. Adrian? Yeah, I mean, just to add to, to that, in, in we, we have been commissioned to do this work in parallel with the Association of Directors of Social Services doing, doing, do, doing some work. Um, they will be producing an action plan for the directors of social services, which you know potentially you know if they if they adopt the recommendations you know will have life to it for for the next few years. And certainly, um, I think Donna and I are hoping that we will be able to get some clear steers from from what we've been doing in into that into that report. Um, I've mentioned already, you know, that we're going to be uh, coming up with some sort of checklist or, or, or guide note on on how to build social value and, and Section 16 aspirations in, into commissioning. Um, I think that's, you know, that's one thing that could have traction over the coming years. I think what I'm particularly wanting to see happen is a continuation of the conversations that we've been having, because I think actually... You know, the headline task of this project was to influence commissioners and procurers in the direction of, of Section 16 and social value. And I think the conversations that we've been having have probably been the most impactful. Um, and it's about ensuring that those conversations carry on. Now, if this project is entirely sh- uh, shut down, then we may play in, uh, a small and or unpaid part in those conversations going for, forward, which is, which is fine. But there are spaces where those conversations can continue, and the National Commissioning Board at the top of the tree is is one of those. I think they need to have in their work plan um, an eye on Section 16, which which they acknowledge has not um, uh, had much attention over the last few years since the Act was implemented. The National Commissioning Group, as I said earlier, were very keen to spend a whole day with us looking at Section 16 in more detail and even without us moving forward, one would hope that they will take that um, that, ag- that agenda um, uh, forward. So it's sort of ongoing conversations. There, there is another sort of twinkle in the eye um, uh, in the commissioning world at the moment, which is the potential um, for Welsh Government uh, to invest in the professional development of, of, of care commissioners. And it would be my hope that some of the outputs of this project get built into that whoop, uh, that learning programme, potentially on a permanent basis. So if you become a commissioner in Wales, you learn about Section 16. Um, uh, you learn about uh, commissioning for best value and, uh, and social value. So those are, those are my hopes um, uh, for, uh, for this work to continue in some shape or form after the 31st of March. Brilliant. Okay, that that's all sounds really exciting and I'm looking forward to talking to you both again for our final podcast to find out where we end up. So thank you very much, Donna. Thank you, Adrian. And if you want to find out more about this work, then please visit wales.coop. <laughs>